Greetings, precious people of God. This is Michelle from Mornings with Michelle. And as I listen to the Lord instruct me in righteousness, I am compelled to share with you what I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying. I want you to keep one phrase in mind. It's access denied. Access denied. This is what the word of the Lord, um, the rhema word that the Lord has placed in my heart to share with you right now. This is what the Lord, the spirit of the Lord is saying. Access denied. And as I ponder what we as a people, a people, a nation, and especially um, people of color, and in particular, African-American people who endure the ravages, the abuses, the, oh God, the, the, the dehumanization of a people for the length of time that we as a people found ourselves enslaved. I began to think about the denial of access that happened during that time period. And I began to think about what happened in Galveston, Texas in 1865, when the people of Galveston, Texas were finally made aware that they were free and they were no longer slaves. They didn't hear about the Emancipation Proclamation at the point that it was signed, at the point that it was a law. And it was some two years later, and I'm not looking at the exact dates, but history has been revealed in recent weeks and months about the atrocities of those days where people were held in bondage when they were already legitimately free, but they just did not know it. Access to their freedoms were denied. And what did the people do who wanted them to know that they no longer needed to be walking around with shackles on their feet and shackles on their hands and shackles around their neck to be subjected to whippings and beatings and brutality and rape and separation of father from children and husbands from wives and all the countless atrocities that happened to the slaves. What was the system used to get the message across to the slaves in that day. It was to bring the message to the church and nail it on the door of the church there in Galveston, Texas, so that the people of the church, the preacher, the pastor, those who were in authority to proclaim to those people that they were free and no longer bound. I tell you, this is so significant to me today because God is still bringing the message through the house of God, through the man, the woman of God, called by God to proclaim freedom throughout the land and yet access 
has been denied. Because many a pastor, preacher, teacher has held so many people in bondage and they still don't know that they're free. They're still walking around enslaved in their minds, enslaved with depression and anxiety and fear because the proclamation of freedom is not being decreed and declared and they're making people slaves all over again to the individual, to that leader, to that establishment, to that system of religious rule that has so many people walking around enslaved and enchained by the lack of knowledge. For the word of God says that whom the Son has set free, he's free indeed. And if Christ if Christ himself has made you free, you are free. You are free. You're no longer bound. The shackles of sin have been broken off of you. You're no longer a, sin, a, a slave to the law. The law was overtaken by the grace of God. Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy the law. I came to fulfill it. But what the Lord understood is that no man, by whatever he did, he could work morning, noon, and night doing good works and and going here and giving all his money to the poor and tithing of everything he had, but he could still miss the kingdom of God because he hasn't received the Lord by faith in his heart so that his shackles could be removed. His, the shutters could be taken off of his eyes and he could see clearly what happened at the cross, even as the centurion looked upon Christ as he hung there, bled and died. And he said, surely this was a righteous man. Surely this was the son of God. And the earth became black. And there was no sun or moon or light of day. As the heavenly father closed his eyes on that horrific scene as Jesus suffered and bled and died on the cross for our sins and his blood came streaming down into the earth and the earth began to cry out justice. The justice of God has been satisfied because without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. Sin. You cannot make heaven your home unless you believe that Jesus died for you and 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 that you're free. And they that worship me, the Lord said, must worship me in spirit and in truth that you are my workmanship, saith the Lord. Your bodies are my temple. I dwell in the body of the believer, not inside of a four walls built, a statue, a monument erected in 
idol, a place of idol worship for too many people. Because they worship the person at the top of the podium. And it should not be. And their souls are being held captive every single day. No, I'm not against organized religion. God forbid. But I am against a religious spirit that causes people to follow behind leadership in darkness, into dark places, places where God is not. If you're old enough, you know about Jim Jones, who carried away people from these United States over to the continent of Africa. You're probably familiar with the expression, don't drink the Kool-Aid, or they drank the Kool-Aid. Well, in that day, that was back in the 70s, I believe it was, there was a man that led a whole congregation of people away from these shores to the African shores and set up a kingdom where he was God where he told the people they didn't need their Bibles and they were taken away. They all committed suicide. Cyanide-laced Kool-Aid. And I can see it with my mind's eye, the Time magazine showing bloated bodies swollen up in the sun of the hundreds of people men, women, and children that drank that cyanide-poisonous Kool-Aid because they followed a false prophet to a land of promise that God was not in. People of God, wake up. Get your Bible. Read your Bible for yourself. Get under leadership, uncompromising, Bible-based, God-fearing leadership. And follow on to know the Lord in a personal and real way. If you don't know him, get down on your knees and repent of your sins and cry out to God. Ask him to forgive you for your sins. It doesn't have to be something that we all call sin, the adultery, the fornication, the lasciviousness. It it. It's anything that displeases God. It's the anger, the hatred, the racism. That those sins will keep you out of heaven and they will send you to hell. It's anything that your heart is convicted of that you know you're guilty of. It's between you and God. I don't have to judge the matter. But one day the saints will go judge the nations. And saints of God, one day we will be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. He will come back for his church without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. Will you be ready to meet him when he comes? He could come today, tonight, tomorrow. Before you wake up in the morning, you could go to be with the Lord. Or if you're not ready, your soul will be snatched into the fiery 
flames of hell. Hell is a real place. If you don't believe it, read the Bible and you'll learn about a rich man that died and went to hell and asked Father Abraham to come and cool his tongue with water, just a drip of water on his fingertip to cool his tongue because he was tormented in the flames. And there was a a great gulf between him and paradise. And he couldn't do that. Abraham could not do that. He said, well, please just go back and tell my brothers that I left behind. Don't come to this place. Don't come to this place called hell. It's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. I'm saying to you, people of God, don't go to that place. People, souls are being snatched into hell even now as I speak. You better warn your family members. You better warn that unsaved husband, that unsaved child, that unsaved boss. You better warn them. I remember a boss that I spoke to about Jesus and he said, I don't want to get saved in my office. That was his rejection of Jesus. I don't know if he ever got saved or if he died in his sins. Don't let that be you. Don't let that be your neighbor. Don't let that be your boss. Don't let that be your child, your grandchild, your niece, your nephew. Warn them from me, saith the Lord. Warn them from me. Warn them of the destruction that's coming upon the earth because of the sins that are ravaging our nation, our streets, our communities, our homes. Warn them that they would repent and turn from their wickedness. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. This is not religion. This is relationship. This is knowing your Creator, Father, God. Getting to know Him in a personal and real way. And following on to know him. So you can tell somebody else. About the love of a father. Who so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not perish. But they would have everlasting life. Family. Friends. Neighbors. Ministers, preachers, pastors, apostles, prophets, evangelists, missionaries, whomever you are and whatever your calling may be. It is time to open up your mouth and declare freedom to the masses. That they would be set free from sin, set free from sickness, disease, infirmity, and every demonic attack upon the body of believers. In this world today, that are suffering right along with the ungodly. And these things ought not to be. Why are they going on? Because the church is not declaring freedom. 
So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare freedom for your people right now. That you would break the bonds of iniquity and sin, the ravages of sickness and disease. That you would heal, deliver, save, purge the hearts, the lives, the minds, the bodies of your children. And that your children would walk free to serve you without sickness, disease, infirmity, poverty. God, anything that is not the kingdom of God, you said, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let your will be done in the lives of your people, God. Let your glory come down upon your people. Let the church of the living God shine. Let the light of Christ shine. Let freedom be proclaimed from sea to sea, nation to nation, east to west, north to south, wherever our voices may be heard. Let the children walk in freedom from fear, freedom from oppression, freedom from those things that ail them the stress, the strain, the anxiety, the, the things that ail and perplex the children of this generation. Let the people under the sound of my voice rise up. Let them know that their light has come and that the glory of the Lord is being revealed upon them. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. And in the spirit, I see shackles falling off your people. I see those ankle bracelets of pain falling off the ankles. I see the excess weight that's crippling your people, that's bowing your people down, that's oppressing your people, those 40 and 50 and 60 and 70 pounds of excess weight that they're carrying around like a whole person. In the name of Jesus, I see that weight falling off of your people. And they're walking in the liberty with which Christ has made them free. I see new bones and new joints and new arteries and new veins and new hearts and new livers and new kidneys being formed by creator God, Elohim, Ayabosah, creating, creating in the people of God under the sound of my voice, the eyes that could not see new corneas. Oh God, new irises in the name of Jesus, the hammer, the anvil, the stirrup, the drum in the ears opening up and being made brand new by the power of God. I see creator God moving by your spirit, God, in the name of Jesus, touching every hearer, every believer that reaches up and touches you in this moment. Let them receive from you. The power, the glory, the healing, and the deliverance that they need. In Jesus' name I pray. And Father, I thank you for it. And it is so. 
Amen. This is Michelle saying you better believe for right now it's yours for the claiming. Access no longer denied. Come on into the kingdom of God and get everything that you need. For Jesus says, I am the door. I am the door. If any man try to get into the kingdom through any other way, his access will be denied because he's denied my word, my name, and my blood. But you, you, my people, access has been granted. Receive ye now the blessings of the kingdom in Jesus' name. Amen.